Hello and welcome to the Rock Your Voice podcast. Vocal coaching tips that will transform your voice, interviews that will inspire, industry guidance, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, today I want to talk about what it means to become a confident singer. It's such an overwhelming thought. Uh, So many people, no matter what level you're at as a singer, so many people get nervous, they get performance anxiety, stage fright. And even if you're just starting out, it might be terrifying to even think about going for a voice lesson or to sing in front of someone else. So confidence and the singing brain is is such an amazing thing i'm really fascinated by it and i'm so passionate about helping every singer that i work with in developing their confidence no matter what level they're at so you could be like i said just starting out and being like oh i I really want to go to a singing lesson but i'm actually too scared to do that even i have a actually funny story i'm already digressing here but um I have a client that I've worked with for many years now, but she actually canceled, I think, about three or four of her lessons before she even came to her first lesson because she was so nervous. So you are not alone. If you are, um, if you get kind of anxiety around the idea of singing in front of people, or if you are um, doing open mics, or maybe you're in a band and you still kind of get the jitters before you go on stage, or maybe you're even a higher level performer than that, um, but you still feel that anxiety. I'm gonna talk about a whole bunch of different tricks and tips that are gonna help get you through that. But most importantly, to understand why you are experiencing that. Because if you understand why these things are coming up, it's so much easier to be able to control them and uh, understand what's going on. It's not just this horrible thing that's in the background of your enjoyment of your singing. And it really is for many people just something that is a a big block that just gets in the way and just stops you from enjoying the act of singing and sharing your voice, sharing your gift. Uh, You might be able to kind of fake it till you make it. You might be able to get up on stage and do it, but it might not necessarily be an enjoyable experience for you. I know that sometimes for myself in the past, I've had, you know, great shows, really enjoyed it. People really enjoyed it. But for me, I was so in my head about everything that the actual experience, the sharing the music, sharing the singing uh, and just, you know, that that give take kind of thing that you have with an audience. It just it wasn't there in the most genuine, natural, effortless way. And that's how it really should be. It's every time that you sing in front of someone, whether it's for a singing lesson or whether you're stepping on stage in a stadium or, a, you know, a, a big, big level gig, uh, you want to be able to not be in your head thinking, is this going to go wrong? Is that going to go wrong? What are they thinking about me? What's happening in, in their heads? And then spiraling in your own head and the confidence all falls apart. So There's going to be a lot of C words today in a good way Um, because uh, it's it's interesting. We're going to talk about the, the correlation between confidence and competence. This is the number one game changer. So if you are unsure about any element of your performance, if you have a certain song in your set or if you have a certain line in a song that you're working on that trips you up every single time, or maybe it doesn't even trip you up anymore, but you have that mental switch that goes off, like here comes that line, or oh, that song song is coming up in the set two songs from now, am I gonna be able to do it? Is my voice gonna stay strong enough? Am I gonna be able to pull this off? That is something that's so, so common, and you can eliminate that with competence. That just means you 
have to name what it is that's giving you that anxiety, okay? Figure out what it is about that song, what it is about that line in that song, what it is about whatever it is that freaks you out so that you can become more competent at your delivery of it. You can start to manipulate it, manage it, really control how you're singing it so that you are doing it safely, healthily, and consistently. There's your another C. There's gonna be so many C's coming at you. Um, so we, the, the correlation between competence and confidence is huge. If there is something you are nervous about screwing up, work on it. Literally, I will spend time at my keyboard if there is a line in a song or even one note in a song, I will sit there for as long as it takes. And I've had to explain this to clients as well. As long as it takes can sometimes mean hours. Okay, there will be breaks. I won't just sit there go like, bee, 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 but like pretty close. So if there is something that I really want to know that I'm like, I have to get this consistent so that when I'm on stage, I am not thinking about here it comes, here it comes, here it comes and neglecting everything else that's leading up to it, putting myself in a negative, anxious spiral so that when you do get to it, you've literally set yourself up to fail into it. <laughs> so, so make sure you're not doing that and make sure that you sit down, you address what it is that's making you nervous about this certain song, this certain part of this song, uh, anything. And, and we're gonna look further into other sort of elements of the performance side too, such as what are you wearing on stage? Okay, if, if we're talking performance kind of stage level stuff, even if it's an open mic, even if it's, if you're going to a singing lesson, sometimes like if I would, if I'd be treating myself to an expensive singing lesson with one of my mentors, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna dress up a little bit. I'm gonna feel a bit special. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna show up in my sweats and be like, I, I hate myself, I hate my voice. I put a bit of effort into it so that you just feel good. That said, don't go on stage in six inch heels and a miniskirt if that's not your thing, okay? Don't put yourself into a situation that is so unnatural for you just for that 45 minutes, that 90 minutes, whatever it is. If it's super unnatural for you, your brand, how you feel, where you feel comfortable, you're gonna um, ignite that flame of anxiety. You're gonna fire that up if you are so far out of your regular comfort zone when it comes just to your clothes, your hair, your look, whatever. Make sure that that you're looking and feeling great. I personally cannot go on stage in heels because firstly, I'm a klutz, but secondly, I'm just like, you know what, I like to feel grounded. I like to feel my feet on the ground. I like to have that grounded level. And I don't also wanna be worrying for 90 minutes or however long I'm on stage. Am I gonna trip over and make a fool out of myself because the odds are high? But maybe you're one of those people that rocks heels day and night and you're like, I would feel really weird and flat. So those are things to think of as well if you're if you're more of a performing artist. Uh, however, if and then like I said, if if you are going to a lesson or something, and you know, a lot of higher higher level voice coaches are quite expensive, it's it's a bit of a treat. It's a day out. Like enjoy the experience, like make yourself feel good when you walk in there so that when you start singing, you've got the whole package about you is feeling good, it's feeling positive, your energy is up. So yes, make sure that you're setting yourself up for a really good positive mental experience. Um, so eliminate any of those trips or triggers or things that are gonna make you nervous that don't even need to be there, like the six inch heels. Uh, and, and then that competence, make sure that you've really, really worked the, the notes, the lines, 
the songs that are causing a little bit of anxiety and and you know if you get to a gig and you're like you know I've got other songs that I would feel way more confident just rocking the living daylights out of and just I'm going to knock those out of the park with confidence and enjoy the performance and everything maybe come back to the other songs at another time work give yourself time to work on those so that you have that confidence because there's nothing more uncomfortable for an audience to see a performer struggling and no one wants to see a performer struggling. So this this brings me into another kind of element of building confidence on stage or as a performer or singing in front of anyone. No one wants to see you in a situation where you're like, you're panicking, you got the sweats, you're looking around like what's going on, I'm so awkward and uncomfortable in this situation. No one enjoys that unless they're a complete weirdo. So we as an audience we want to support you and want to see you at your best on stage um so making sure that you're prepared for that and don't be thinking about what the audience is thinking too much okay are they judging me like the the judgment thoughts you got to really try and eliminate that and just start to think that they're here because they want to see some live music or I'm here as your voice coach because I want to, you know, we've got to look at the cracks and the flaws and all of that kind of stuff so that we can address it, build the competence, build your skills so that you can start moving on from there. So if you're in a singing lesson and you show up and you knock it out of the park, well, I'm going to challenge you and say, well, let's pick something that's harder that's going to show me any of the areas that we can really dig into and work on um because there's no value to someone coming up for a singing lesson and just well that was great that was that was a nice presentation of your voice thank you very much it's like no I will always challenge my students to to sing stuff that maybe that, that isn't coming out great yet because that's the whole point so when I see someone on stage and they're struggling I'm like okay it's so easy to to put the pieces together and help them to develop a really confident competent performance and sometimes it's so easy to be able to pinpoint what it is that's causing the whole performance to feel that way and it could be like I said something as simple as take those damn heels off or just like stop pretending to be something that you are not okay so this leads me into another c which is is comparison and and competition so if you're copying, another C, uh, copying in comparison, don't don't be comparing yourself to other people. Say if you're at an open mic, someone gets up, they, they kill it, they're fantastic. And then you get up and you're already thinking, I can't do that or I'm not good enough or they were way better than me. They're doing something different than you. They might be at a different level than you. They might have been singing for many, many more years. They might have been, you know, touring and doing all these kind of things. I know a lot of people that are working musicians who just go to open mics just to keep their chops up and just to have fun. So don't always assume that everyone's of your level and that you're not matching them. Okay, so there's just so much to think about when it comes to being a confident performer. We just get in our heads so badly we're comparing, we're, we're sometimes imitating. So if you are imitating, if you find what you're singing is putting strain on your voice, if you find what you're singing is really hard to achieve and you can't quite put your finger on it as to why, really listen, are you using your natural genuine sounds? Because a lot of times when we do copy or imitate or we find ourselves sort of going down a stylistic way, that isn't natural to where our voice really wants to go. Maybe it's a, a genre. Maybe you're like, oh, I'm totally into this pop dance stuff. But actually your voice is like pure country. Like 
ha- explore that. If, if things aren't feeling natural and honest and genuine, that's when your brain's going to get into a spiral as well about performance anxiety. Because if you are not being genuine and true to yourself when you're performing your music, that's going to show. And that's going to be something that's going to be really hard to kind of cover up or to sit with and be comfortable with as a performer. So tapping into your natural, genuine, honest, true sound as a musician and a singer is key. And that doesn't mean to say, I mean, that was a, a big example of like, you like singing pop, but now you're a country singer. Um, it, it doesn't mean to say that you have to switch genres and throw your your trajectory and, <laughs> and your whole music world upside down. But just to say, really sit with what naturally flows for your voice. Because so many times I hear people putting these filters and these things on, onto their sound and it's just holding you back. And you take that out and it's like, whoa listen to that voice coming out listen to that power the range is extended there's more power there's and then most importantly there's more confidence because it's consistent it's reliable because it's your instrument it's like if you take a guitar and you're you're trying to play the flute with this guitar it's like it's never gonna sound very good right so it's like just find what your instrument does naturally genuinely effortlessly that is the key too right you ever see these performers well i mean i can use examples whitney celine uh christina like all i'm using theme freddie mercury i was trying to think of like when you axel rose even like his range his voice is crazy but it's so different imagine if axel rose was like i'm gonna really just try and squash what is natural to my voice and i'm gonna try and really sound like freddie mercury it's like not necessary thank you we've already got freddie mercury so go off and be axel rose please because there is your your space is so there so it's really important to remember that is like if your voice maybe doesn't sound like your idol that's okay you can still kind of draw inspiration and motivation from those people, those styles, those songs, but don't try and imitate because you love that so much. Start finding what is magical about your voice and what is unique about your voice. There are so many Billie Eilishes now. <laughs> love her, love her, love her, love her. But have you noticed there's so many young female artists coming out with such a similar style of vocal and production and everything. And what was really beautiful about Billie Eilish when she first came out, and I loved watching that documentary when she was talking about doing the Bond song, and she was like, all of the James Bond singers on all of those are like, they're real belty, big things. She's like, I hate belting. And I'm just like, do you? Do you, Billie Eilish? Because that's why we love you. If Billie Eilish came and sang her James Bond song sounding like Tina Turner singing Goldeneye, we'd all be like, what the heck is going on here? This is not why you were recruited for this uh, project. So yes, there is a space for you. There is a space for your unique sound. The minute you tap into that, the minute you engage that, that is where your confidence will start to shine through because you're not putting that extra layer of effort in to create another filter or project something that isn't genuine, honest, and flows really naturally. And it's that natural flow that really helps you sit into your confidence. so yeah, there's there's a whole other topic of like imposter syndrome, which that can be fueled by imitation and attempting to be something that you're not. And a lot of times, not not digging at anyone, but a lot of times this happens without us even knowing because we feel we need to do this. 
So a lot of times singers will put these filters on their natural sounds or like try something a bit harder because they feel that they need to do this. And uh, it's, it's just not necessary. You can let it be easy. I'm always telling clients, let it be easy. And that is when the best stuff comes out, especially um, students who have worked really hard on a song or you know been working for a long period of time to achieve certain results in their voice. And suddenly they can do it. And it's so funny because this is really common. Hang on, I need more water. I've been like, I love it when this happens. It's because it's funny and it's really common and it makes, it warms my heart, but it also makes me a little bit sad. So here comes the singer. They've worked for X amount of time, really hard on a certain song or a certain stylistic thing, or they've really been building their voice. And then they go back to singing the song that we were originally working on and they start doing really weird things like extra volume, pushing really hard, strange vocal distortion or something, or their eyebrows and everything's getting really tense. And it's like, hang on, you're adding extra things because your brain is used to it being challenging, but now it's easy. So you're adding these extra things to keep bringing in that sensation of like, this is a challenge, this should be hard. For me to deserve a great sounding voice everything should be hard. It should be hard work for me to deserve this result. It's like, actually, no, you have worked really hard and you are now good at it. So let it be easy. When you get better at things, they become easier to do. Big thing to remember in singing. When you get better at things, they become easier to do. And this is huge with singing. So as your voice improves, let the experience of singing become easier. Don't put extra work on top of it because it's become easier and you're used to it feeling like hard work because that's when you're going to be on stage and that's when you're going to start doing weird things and you don't need to do that. That is where these effortless singers like the Whitney's, the Celine's, all this stuff, this is how they do these tours. This is how they maintain this stuff because they're sounding like themselves. They're genuine and true to their sound, their style, their music, and they are not messing with it. They're like, oh, I've got to give more, I've got to give more. And as singers, bless our hearts, we always want to give more. We always feel that we're not doing enough unless it's hard work. But trust yourself when you've put the work in that it can be easy and effortless. So if you want to become a more confident singer, competence, train out those things that are causing you anxiety, nervousness, st sticking in your head, Sit there, sit by your keyboard, sit by your, your music and just like lock in those parts. Ask me anytime if you want help with any of that kind of stuff, I can help you. Um, we'll get everything locked down and comfortable, easy, confident. Um, you want to definitely make sure, check in with yourself. Am I tapping into my natural, genuine sound style tones? If you're putting a filter on it, am I trying too hard to sound like someone else? Am I trusting my sound? Am I being genuine to my voice? Because otherwise, if you're doing weird things in here, it's it can be really hard to manage and maintain healthily for a long period of time if you're really messing with it. Um, and also like psychologically, all the things like the muscles and everything, there's tension when there's um, when it's not genuine. 
okay? So make sure you're coming from a very, very genuine place and tap into that, check in with it. Does this feel natural or does this feel really forced and tight and, and a challenge and, and hard? Again, here to help you. We can listen, we can analyze, we can see what your voice is doing and make sure everything is flowing as it should be. Um, and then, you know, the imposter syndrome, make sure you're being genuine and that can help really help eliminate the imposter syndrome side of things. So there's a lot to think about here, a lot. And, and the competition co comparison might have to be a, another video. I'm going to do a part two in a minute because this is a lot I've been talking at you. So yes, hang tight because I'm going to dig a bit more into uh, competition and comparison because it's so important that we can eliminate that um, because there's room for enough for everyone no matter what level you're at, no matter what your kind of songs and singing and style and stuff, there is room for everyone. So please let me know if you have any questions. Emma at rocketvocalstudios.com. That's R-O-C-K-I-T, vocalstudios.com. I'll put all the links down here uh, in the notes. Um, and whether you're listening on the podcast or on YouTube or wherever you're listening, um, I'll put some links to all different things that can help you as well. And uh, thank you so much for watching. And if you have any questions, please share in the comments. And if you have shows or things, I'd love to love to hear how your experience goes and, and what you're working on. And please feel free to like talk about your music and, and what you're doing in the comments below, because I'd love to hear who you are and, and what you're working on. So thanks so much for joining me and have a great day. And let it be easy. You can do this. You got this. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to like, share, subscribe. And if you feel inclined to leave a review, I truly, truly appreciate it. You can check out all things voice at rocketvocalstudios.com. That's R-O-C-K-I-T vocalstudios.com. And follow me on social too at Rocket Vocal Studios. Thanks again for listening. And I'll be back with lots more for you very, very soon.